Hi, this is Carl Carrar, and I'm running for District 67 School Board in Lake Forest, and you're listening to The Lake Forest Podcast. Welcome to The Lake Forest Podcast, a podcast about the lovely city of Lake Forest. Topics include local news, sports, music, food. My name is Pete, and I live in Lake Forest. We're joined today by Carl Carrar. He's the Director of Facilities and Construction Services at Lake County, but more importantly, he's also running for a seat on the District 67 School Board of Lake Forest. I thought it would be neat to put a spotlight on Carl so voters and our listeners could learn more about him. Carl, could you give us a quick introduction about yourself and some background, please? Sure thing. Well, first off, thanks for having me here today, Pete. I really appreciate that. Uh, it's Yeah, it's the first time I've ever done a podcast, so uh, it's all brand new to me. I've done a lot of phone calls and that sort of thing, but this is brand new. Uh, but yes, my, my name is Carl Carrar, and I'm a resident here in Lake Forest and a current board member of District 67. I'm an engineer by training, a retired naval officer, and I'm currently a department head at uh, running the facilities for Lake County. Uh, I'm originally from northern Wisconsin and pretty much traveled the world with the Navy uh, before the Navy saw fit to send me here to Naval Station Great Lakes, which is just up the road. And uh, that's where I was able to retire and conclude my career. Again, I'm, a, I'm an engineer and I uh, have a couple different kind of degrees going on there, but a civil engineer by training, uh, certified uh, professional engineer and everything to do with energy. Uh, so really a, my, my Navy career as an engineer kept me uh, kind of stationed all over the place. And uh, we had the great fortune of coming back to the Midwest uh, where I, I grew up in Northern Wisconsin and uh, the Navy kind of shoveled me all over the place, mostly up and down the East Coast, but it did have some, uh, some, some great places where I lived in, uh, in Italy and lived and worked there for about three years. And then not so great places being overseas uh, in Fallujah, Iraq, uh, which uh, I wouldn't recommend to anybody. So uh, it's one of those not so great spots. But uh, it, I learned a lot as, a, as a, you know, a leader and manager of a bunch of different facilities working for uh, both military and civilian professionals. And I was able to take some of that back here. And that's uh, where we were able to transition out of the Navy and work for Lake County, where I'm doing something very similar uh, and also for a governmental entity. So I was able to take some of the skills I learned there and, and bring it to this county where I live and work and have a, a lot of investments, uh, personal investment with me and my family and, and a community that we uh, have truly enjoyed living in. So yeah, that's that's kind of where I'm at and where I've come from. And uh, there's probably more, oh, there's a lot more detail in there. But. Oh, we'll, we'll, we'll get to it, Carl. Don't worry about it. Well, first of all, thank you for your service. 20 years, man. You're a better man than me. 20 years. How'd you get into the Navy? How'd you pick that branch? Uh, believe it or not, it was uh, <laughs> going to University, you? <laughs> I, University of Wisconsin. Uh, and it was my junior year. And I literally got a postcard in the mail. Uh, for the, a smaller program called the Civil Engineer Corps. And uh, I saw that. I saw the, the future if I stayed, on the, I guess, on the civilian side. I saw my future of living and working in Milwaukee the rest of my life. I'm like, okay, I need to go try something different. Right. Uh, so I just uh, I or, uh, entered that program. And uh, it's it really has uh, made me into the person I am today. Uh, it's, it's taught me so many different things. And uh and it was always good. I never had, never intended to stay in as long as I did. One, one job and one, one leader beget 
the next job and, and so right. on and so on. And lo and behold, uh, I got to spend four years in my, the end of my career here in, uh, in Illinois, as close to home as I could possibly get. And it was the first time we could live around family. So it, it just, uh, it, it worked out and it was time. It was time. Our, our kids were uh, in school and, and uh, we were ready to really settle down and, and, and in position here, but it was, I really just, it was a great opportunity. I was so happy to be part of that. And, uh, and I, and I still miss it. It's a, uh, there's right. a interaction and a camaraderie and, and everything else that comes with, with that. You, you miss, uh, miss boot camp. Uh, well, no. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah. And it was, they, they, they teach you pretty quick, man. You, uh, it's shock and awe when, right. when you, they send you down there. And I went to, uh, Ulster Candidate school in Pensacola, Florida. So not only is it, 95 degrees in the dead of summer when you start that but you snap right to it and they got drill instructors and people yelling at you from the first moment you arrive and it's it, right it's just one of the things this is taking orders going to reprogram your mind a little bit right right uh, but it's not all like that <laughs> no well i mean you know if you're going to question how how tough things are i mean you got you have a good frame of reference better than a lot of us. So no, that's awesome. And again, thank you for doing that. Tell us about your family, Carl. Sure thing. So we, when we moved here in 2015, uh, our daughters entered the, the school system. Uh, so I have two, I got a, a current sixth grader and a current fourth grader. Uh, and so at Deer Path Middle School and at Sheridan. And uh, my wife, Heidi, she works for Northwestern University as a, as a planner in her facilities department. So we're kind of somewhat similar in our career paths in some respects. And she's been with them for, gosh, it's been five years now. So it's been, it's been really good. Yeah, was in, so we live in a city and we have enjoyed everything about uh, what Lake Forest and Lake Bluff and the community has provided. Uh, the schools are top notch. We didn't know really uh, what to expect coming here, being nomads in the military, you kind of go to different spots. Right. And uh, this, our, my uh, sister-in-law, and my brother-in-law and their, their two daughters live in Lake Forest on the western side of the town. And uh, we said, well, this is a great opportunity to live as close as we can. And then we got to learn about the community a little bit more and the schools have been fantastic. And uh, actually it was, it was about a year or two in uh, and it was about this time of year. It was cold and gray and kind of miserable outside. And it was about the time that I had to start thinking about, well, do we continue doing the Navy thing or do we stay here? And uh, I waited for that that cold day to to have a conversation with the family, and we had just watched a movie I think set in Hawaii, and uh, and I asked them, "Say, like, how would you guys like to go to maybe a nice warm beachy place like Hawaii?" And uh, that's when that's when my daughters both kind of broke down in tears, like we can't leave, don't want to leave. They made great friends. The schools were yeah. great, and uh, so that was a very easy decision to make that we were going to settle here, stay here. And, uh, and I haven't regretted it for a moment. It's, it's, been, it's been fantastic. How did you figure it out how to get that you wanted to get on a school board? Like, uh, what was the process for you? Everybody's got a different story. It's part of the reason why we're doing this podcast is to try to clue in people in the, in the city. Hey, this is how you go about it. How did you know you wanted to get on a school board? I, I think I've been interested in it. I really didn't know, honestly, too much about the school board or about even Lake Forest Caucus, other than getting the, the, the routine emails and that sort of thing that came from the school. I have a deep respect for uh, teachers and the education. My, my, uh, my father was a middle school teacher. My, uh, my 
two parents-in-laws, my in-laws, they were both teachers for their careers. So I, I saw that side of things and, and I really, I was always kind of interested in it. And plus being in this community, I wanted to give back in some form or fashion. When School District 67, when they had a, a vacancy, when one of the school board members stepped down, uh, they sent an email out and they essentially advertised uh, for anybody interested in, in, in being part of the board that they could go ahead and interview. And well, that's what I did. Uh, I had uh, went through that process with the current school board members and they, they selected me for it. And of course, this is all when <laughs> COVID just kicked off and it's all, oh, these, all, this, all this uncertainty. And of course, working for the county, we had a, a ton of uncertainty up there and how we're going to keep doing things. So just for my facilities and engineering background, I thought I could provide some assistance, at least in a structured problem-solving manner that I've learned uh, with my time in the military, that I could bring that to the board and, well, they selected me. Uh, so th that was, it's been, it's been interesting. It's been hard and uh, very time-consuming and difficult all, the whole way there. A lot of, uh, a, a lot of, information coming at you from a, many different angles. Uh, but that's how I got into the school board. And I didn't understand the process for the election stuff until I started going through the, the Lake Forest Caucus uh, process. And so it was uh, interesting and has been interesting. And it continues to be interesting. That's for sure. <laughs> of course. So you're, you're finishing out somebody else's term. Is that how it happened? They sent out an email. Yes. The term is how, how many years? The term is four years, and okay. uh, because how they're how the the school boards uh, bylaws are set up, that if it's under I think if it's under two years, I think that's what the time frame is, that you can select some interview and select somebody to finish out the term of the current person. Uh, but in order, it's not an automatic that you're right on right. Uh, be elected a second time. So I went through the process with the caucus, and and they selected me to help or just. To run again and and with my daughters both in the system that I thought well this is a great opportunity to I guess directly impact or help improve or continue on the great education that they're receiving right so you answered an email when somebody stepped down and then how did you know to get on the caucus because you're not the first person that says I, I didn't know anything about the caucus like did somebody reach out to you or how did that go down Great question. They uh, they reached out to me. Well, of course, the other the other school board members had spoken to me about that as well. They reached they reached out individually yeah. and said, "Hey, here's the people to talk to, uh, especially if you're interested in continuing your service." And uh, so, I, Mike Adams uh, he reached out to me directly and kind of set everything up from the caucus. And you're the, uh, the the president of the Lake Forest Caucus, right? Yes. Okay. Yes. Just had a quick conversation and then the ball started going that direction and the interview process with them and the vetting and it has to do with that organization. And they're, they're all, I mean, they're all, it's amazing how dedicated the caucus is to really what they're, what they're focusing on with, with the benefit, with uh, improving and continuing the excellence that is this community. And it's, and they're all volunteers. It's, it's, it's really pretty amazing uh, that they're that dedicated and they're spending all this time and, so I, I am deeply honored that they would one select me and then two put as much effort <laughs> that they're putting, in kind of pushing this forward. The vetting process, like how many interviews did you have to do? Like how did that work out? Well, that's a kind. I think there was. I think you probably had to meet with one of the wards. Probably was tasked with doing the selection. 
to come up with candidates, I'm guessing. So you probably mm -hmm. met met with uh, the ward and then you made the to the it to the next level and then you had to meet with the entire caucus committee, I would think. Right. It was of course with everything that's going on now, it was all virtual. Uh, and right. then, and that's always interviews to begin with, job interviews are always difficult. And it, well, it's difficult for both, right? It's difficult for the person being interviewed and it's, and it's hard for the people doing the interviews yeah. uh, because you, it, you just, there's so much unsaid not being in person. It is hard to read what's going on, uh, yeah. especially with a, a Zoom call with 25 people on it. One, one you can't even see everybody and then right. people kind of blip and move around. And so it's been kind of difficult, but there was definitely two interviews. And then we had uh, kind of our, <laughs> our, our, uh, Annual coming out party where they they let us talk to everybody and then that's when they uh kind of nominated all of us for moving forward i heard the lights were pretty hot that night <laughs> well another it was it was strange talking to a camera in the theater with nobody there so <laughs> I, and i don't i've never i'm, I'm not a person that uh has is super comfortable with a glaring light in your eyes. You can't see anything yeah. to begin with, but uh, it's, yeah, it's, it's needless to say it's been interesting uh, and a, a very, uh, you know, humbling so, process to say the least. So, so the process wasn't a snap of the fingers, nor was it like boot camp. So it's somewhere, in, it's somewhere <laughs> in between, right? No, and, and, and believe me, I think I've, uh, I've, I've gone through a lot more difficult things in my life and a lot more stressful things. And, and this wasn't one of them. No, it's, it, it Again, it's good people with the best intentions, and they they made it as easy as as they possibly could. Duly noted. We'll we'll make sure we share that with everybody, Carl. So, so now, uh, so on sixty seven, you're part of the school board. You got a got a. We have a lot of moms that are listening to this podcast. Uh, what what does a mom want to know about you, Carl? Oh gosh, I know. Loaded question. No, uh, honestly. From from all the messages that uh, that we've received as school board members, and I mean, I whether you're concerned about the schools opening or if you're concerned that they're not open, uh, and I I really do share them all. Uh, and one with my the current my day to day work with the county, and making sure that that building's up and running so that they can provide the services that the county does, the legal services, the courts, and everything else. Uh, so there's a huge challenge logistically with doing that and then when you're talking about children and the teachers and the concerns that the teachers have with being safe and the concerns that parents have with their children being safe and, and those are all things that that I balance every single day and I have for my own kids as well but I also see the incredible stress that that my wife and I have uh, with trying to guide our kids through the hybrid hybrid education program that we have going on yeah. now and uh, and and I don't know how a the, uh, the the truly remote version AVA how that is going because our kids are part of the program, but it's taken a huge toll on my daughters. It's uh, it's really hard and it's super difficult for uh, my wife and I who are working as much as we can from home, but there are times we have to go in. And then when we're working at home, I can't give all of my focus to my daughters to help manage their days and they're and they just don't have the skills yet to have a schedule and meet different meetings and right. so on and they just haven't learned that yet even as a sixth grader they just don't have those skills yet it takes a while uh so you can so it's so been you can tell, incredibly stressful you can tell the moms out there hey you get it 
because you're doing it right right what they're going that's, through you're going through you know right and then and i and i desperately want our girls to be back in school and at the full time and because they thrive off that so you're you're spot on you're absolutely right i I see it all. I, I'm living. I'm living that dream like everybody else is, and I do share their, their everybody else. Everybody's concerned because it's no nobody could have foreseen this. Right. And and I will tell you one thing that's been really evident through this last almost a year now, with everything to do with the pandemic, is the only thing that's 100% certain is that nobody knows what they're doing, uh, and we're all trying to noodle our way through it and figure it out with the best information we have at hand. And, and sometimes, uh, sometimes it's really, those decisions are really difficult to make. And so in working with the administration and Mike Simic and company, they, they are doing their best and making the best decision that they feel is the best decision. And it's, it's really hard. Now your position with Lake County, I went through that title. That's a long title. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that's, an, that's an impressive t- title. Tell, tell tell us uh, tell the listeners what you, you you do for Lake County and how some of that can help out on the school board. Sure thing. Uh, so when I when I transitioned out of the Navy, when I retired uh, the summer of nineteen, it was a long interview. Believe me, that interview process for the county and how they select their their positions was a lot more intense than the, than the Lake Forest Caucus was. Okay. <laughs> uh, but. So as uh, I'm a department head for the county and I manage all of the uh, all the facilities and and all the construction projects that we have for for the county buildings themselves. Uh, so what that means is I plan, program, and then budget and execute any construction project, major renovation project within all of the buildings there. So there's a, there's a lot of planning. There's a lot of uh, maintaining and like immediate problems that, that come up, emergencies, that sort of thing. Uh, so we do everything from the construction renovation down to basic maintenance of changing a light bulb, making sure the, uh, the water flows and the lights are on. So quite frankly, it, my greatest success is when people don't notice what I'm doing. <laughs> and that's, <laughs> that's, that's, right. the, that's, the, that's the task of a, of a, of a facilities guy. Back, uh, so, back of the house. Right. Back of the house. You really don't want to know we're there. And when something doesn't work, then you call us yeah. right away. What, what I, I guess what I see is that bringing forward to the school district is that it's that, that planning, that uh, really focusing on the critical things that you have to fund and maybe the things that are nice to fund. So to really focusing the tax dollars to where they should be spent. And, and that's what I think I could bring to this is just a that part of it, the, the planning, the logistical challenges that come up with uh, how you go about maintaining or keeping something working uh, with maybe no money. Uh, and that's, yeah. it's a, it's a really super difficult thing to do. So, well, I don't know. It, it's, I got a great staff that works for me uh, and, and we are able to, to keep that county working as best we can. Well said, we'll make sure we share that with you, with your staff. <laughs> <laughs> Um, I'm going to ask a question. I don't, I don't know the answer to, were you on any other boards? I could have sworn I saw something that, uh, you've, you've done boards before. Am I crazy? Uh, not, not too much boards. I, I mean, I, in my time in the Navy, I worked at all sorts of different levels within the yeah. organization. And, uh, the, the one, the closest to a board, I guess I was on was, uh, as a, I'm thinking of the exact title, but it was a, uh, a program analyst working for the Navy in the Pentagon itself. And we did major programming and budgeting of the entire 
uh, facilities energy program. So this is a few wow. hundred million dollars worth of work spread across 70 different installations around the world. And it was us to come up with the policy and procedures and everything else in order to dictate how that money was spent and spread around. Uh, plus, you had to defend it against all the other wants and needs that the yep, other yep. agencies within the Navy, even the Navy wanted, let alone going to Congress. So I think that was about the closest because we actually set policy, wrote policy, and, uh, and then executed it moving forward. Uh, other than that, uh, I, <laughs> I, uh, I was it was a the manager of my daughter's uh, uh, Lake, For Lake Forest Soccer Association soccer team. And uh, oh I had some challenges with that, but I, I would call myself an expert when it comes to staff work. So I know what the board needs. Right. Uh, and so it's, it's a little different for me to, to be on this side of things, uh, on the decision side of things. Well, you got a year or so underneath your belt going through COVID. So I think that's pretty, pretty good experience so far. Right. Uh, your family, uh, where do you guys hang out in Lake Forest? What do you guys do? I know it's different with COVID, but like, uh, where, where, where's your hangouts? Where can we find you? Well, if there's a soccer game going on or a basketball game in the winter, that's that's probably where you'll find us. We'll be running, running around with them. Uh, we truly we truly love the summers here. We'll be down at the beach. The kids will be down there with their friends or with, with, with us, and we'll just spend hours and upon hours at the beach beachfront. Uh, we, I think one of the first things we, we attended while we, when we, when we moved here were, uh, were the, the summer, the music in the square that was going on and it just yeah. kind of fell in love with those Thursday nights and then go up to Lake Bluff on the Sunday nights. Uh, it's just such a, a great community bonding thing. So if you want to see us, uh, wait for the weather to warm up and we'll be outside. <laughs> uh, otherwise, you may see this uh, big lumbering guy running around town. I, I do like to get out and run around a little bit. Uh, so, uh, well, hopefully uh, we don't run into each other. Uh, Carl, we'll hurt each other. <laughs> <laughs> right. <laughs> so, Carl, anything I missed? Anything else you'd like to add for our listeners out there? Uh, no. Again, I just thanks for having me today, and uh, I truly appreciate it. Um, and I really, I really think that the, the school board's got a lot of tough challenges yet to come. And I like to be part of that. And I think that there's uh, part of the skills that I've learned in my life and my career, it can, can really help out this team as, they, as we move forward through a lot of these challenges. So uh, just thank you for your consideration. And I look forward to really serving, continue to serve the, this community, either in this, this way or maybe in a different way uh, going into the future. Well said, Carl. Great job. Thanks, Pete. Are you a funny guy, Carl? I, I don't know. Probably funny looking. I don't know. It's uh, you have to ask my wife on that one, but we'll see. No. Well, my wife says I have a face for radio, so that's <laughs> yeah, <right. laughs> me too.